It is firmly summer, and I hope the weather is warming up where you are. Today, by the way, is Friday, June 26th, and Christmas is exactly six months from today, if you can believe it. Do you think we'll ever get there? Hi and hello! You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. We are at the point in the summer where the kids are driving me bonkers. Is compounded by the fact that I know that VBS isn't happening, that they won't be going to any camps of any sort. There are no swim meets. We are not going on vacation. And Chris's parents aren't yet offering to let the kids spend the night. I don't get a break. Can, can someone please explain the mystery of motherhood to me? You know, it wasn't that long ago that I would put them in childcare at the gym. And then I would pick them up two hours later and tell them genuinely, I missed you. That, that was for two hours. And now I'm like, go outside. If you do not come in for two hours, I will consider that a win. I love my kids so much, but oh my gosh, please go play outside or just sit quietly and read a book in your room for two hours. When lockdown first happened, initially a lot of people contacted me to ask if I would be okay. Me, the extreme extrovert. Would I be okay staying at home and not getting out to see other people? Here's the thing. I am never alone. Chris is always here, but he's like not here because he's working from home. This is the worst of two worlds. For you see, he's home, but I can't interact with him. I have to keep the kids quiet when he's on a call, and sometimes he'll pop out to say hi or to grab a snack or maybe make him some coffee. But when I want his help because the kids are fighting again and I'm sick of dealing with it again, I have to pretend that Chris isn't home because he's working. He's always here but he's not here. And then there's the kids. Oh, the kids. (laughs) The kids are also always here. And they've been here with me at home every day since March. (laughs) My days are spent imploring them to pick up their art supplies, to put their toys away, to hang up their clothes, to stop tattling on each other, and to stop fighting. Two of our children have started mindlessly whistling, like a high-pitched whistle that they make without even thinking about it. And then the third, the third does this sing-song sound from Frozen 2 constantly, you know? The, the voice thing, the, oh, that, that, she does that nonstop. <sighs> it's, this, it's been a summer already, and we're not even halfway through it. <laughs> Our neighborhood pool recently opened at 50% capacity, and we have to make reservations for two-hour blocks. Our pool deck is really quite large, so it's been very easy to socially distance at our pool. And the first day we went to the pool, I thought, thank goodness we snagged a reservation. The kids need a break from each other. We walked in and saw some of the kids that my kids knew from swim team and soccer. But you know what, though? My children had forgotten how to socialize with people outside of our family. I kid you not. I urged them to say hi to their friends to go play with others, but no. No, they, they played and bickered with each other only. But, but at least I didn't hear a whistle or that opera wail while we were there. <laughs> Honestly, the bright spot for me is swim team. 
I can't even believe I'm saying this. So some background. When, when Chris and I were moving to the area, one of the first questions Chris would ask our realtor about any house was, is this in a swim and tennis neighborhood? Neighborhood swim and tennis is a big deal in suburban Atlanta. Like every large neighborhood has a youth swim team and they compete with other neighborhoods. Every child around here has done swim team at least once. And a lot of kids do summer swim team every single summer growing up. So when Jude was five, Chris signed him up for our neighborhood swim team. And I said, Chris, are you sure he doesn't know how to swim? Jude had done survival swim lessons in Texas, but that really was just about learning to flip over on your back to stay afloat. And and that wasn't at all about getting from one end of the pool to the other. Chris assured me that on swim team, he would learn how to swim. And I asked, what day is practice? And Chris looked at me quizzically. And he said, every day. Say, say what? Every day? Jude had played rec league soccer the previous spring, and he had practiced once a week and a game once a week. I expected the same for swim team. I was wrong. Chris didn't even pretend to let me down gently. Swim practices every morning, Monday through Friday, and swim meets are once a week on a weekday night. So that's how we spent our summer four years ago. Jude, at age five, was on the swim team, and Caroline was three, and Lucy was two, and we'd just sit there and wait for his practice to be done every morning. The next year, he did it again, and the next year, we put Caroline in two, and last year, for the first time, all three of them did summer swim every day. Truth be told, initially, I was a little relieved when my neighborhood announced that they would not be doing summer swim team this year. But as the bickering increased and the house got messier because we were home all day, I started wishing for something the kids could do. Remember, there's no camps. The playgrounds are all closed. The zoo was closed. There's nothing for them to do outside of our house. There's a neighborhood nearby that some of our best friends live in, and their swim team, their swim team decided to meet. Parents aren't allowed in, there was a limited number of swimmers allowed, temperatures are taken upon entry, and the kids can't even use the restroom on site. But their swim team is still meeting. So we signed up for their swim team. For two glorious hours every morning, I park the van and roll down the windows as my kids do swim team. They're all three in different time slots because of their age, but for two hours, they are out of the house out of my hair, and even out of my van. (laughs) The kids play with their friends while their siblings swim, and I get on the pool Wi-Fi and knock out email or work. And most days, I even get to chat a little bit with a couple of mom friends there. Shout out to Ansley and Lauren! For those two hours, I am not breaking up fights, I am not nagging anyone to pick up after themselves, and I'm not shouting at anyone to stop whistling or singing. It's marvelous and maybe my two favorite hours a day. Yes, it's early. Yes, it's long. And yes, it was expensive. But I will take this respite every day, Monday through Friday morning for the rest of the summer, especially because we don't have anything else going on. And now a quick break for our sponsor spotlight. 
I have been using Prep Dish for three years now, and now that I'm back to a gluten-free, high-protein way of eating, I am so thankful that I'm not spending hours culling recipes and shopping lists from all over the internet trying to make a kid-friendly keto meal for my whole family. Prep Dish is my kitchen VIP. PrepDish is a healthy meal planning service that offers a variety of options, including dairy-free, paleo, gluten-free, and keto menus, which is what we do. They email you the entire week's grocery list, which you can print or save to your phone, and then it's one trip to the grocery store or one session putting in your order at your favorite curbside pickup or grocery delivery service, and then you're set for the week. Along with the shopping list are detailed instructions so you can prep all of that week's meals in one go. This is now our family's Monday after breakfast tradition. We turn on the tunes and we get to prepping together. I'd love for you to see how easy Prep Dish is too. Visit PrepDish.com today to try it for two weeks completely free. That's PrepDish.com today. Hit me up if you take advantage of that free trial. I would love to know what dishes you're prepping. And now back to the show. So I don't like water. I don't like to drink water. I don't like water parks. I don't love the ocean and and lakes are worse. Rivers are awful and the pool is disgusting. I don't know if you know this, but Jude is an incredible swimmer. He has broken club records and last year he was ranked number two in the state in his age group for backstroke and he was in the top 10 for IM and freestyle. And Caroline made the city finals last year too. This is all pretty funny to me because I don't know how to swim. My aunt enrolled me in swim lessons when I was about 10 years old or so with my younger cousins who were three and six at the time. We all started off in the baby group because we were new. And when I say baby group, we're talking moms in the pool holding their babies as they blew bubbles in the water. My cousins the very next day got moved up, whereas I started and ended my week still in the baby group. By the end of the week, the babies were diving down to the bottom and getting rings and dive sticks, and I was still standing there sputtering every time I had to put my face in the water. It was mortifying, and I never went to swim lessons again, officially. At summer camp, they put a big bracelet on me when I went to the lake so everyone knew that I wasn't supposed to get in the water since I couldn't pass the swim test. I was allowed to stand in the chest high water on the pee pee part of the lake, but I wasn't allowed in the swim part. So no thank you. I usually just spent my time sitting on the edge with my feet in the water talking to friends. And I was fine with this. All was okay until high school. I was homesick on the day that swim groups were assigned. Some backstory. My high school had a natatorium, an indoor aquatic center. Because of the pool and because of the strong swimming program, swimming was an essential part of my high school's physical education. On the day that they assigned swim groups, groups based on your skill level and confidence as a swimmer, I was absent and unbeknownst to me, I had been assigned to the B group, the middle group. Kids who could swim but who weren't good enough to be on the swim team. Kids who could swim but who maybe didn't have any stroke technique. I think Coach Boggs asked my class if they thought that B was a fair placement for me, and and they agreed. Sure, she's not athletic or sporty by any means, but she did run track for a year, and she is a dancer, so B group is probably right. I mean, most kids where I grew up did some kind of summer swim lessons and, you know, made it beyond the baby group. So, 
On day one of the swim segment of PE, Coach Boggs informed us that we would have to tread water for 20 minutes. He said we could float or swim around or just tread, but we weren't allowed to touch the sides of the pool at all. While standing on deck, he demonstrated very briefly the motions of treading water. Arms lightly flailing, feet barely kicking. You know, I don't, I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. You, you probably know what treading water is like. Uh, I raised my hand and asked rather meekly, Coach Boggs, will I be able to do this? I don't know how to swim. Another side note here, Coach Boggs was also my driver's ed teacher, and he was always a little bit exasperated with me. I think that most of my peers came into driver's ed knowing a little bit how to drive. They had either driven combines or riding lawnmowers or golf carts or played driving video games. I hadn't done any of that and and was an awful, awful driver. Coach Boggs thought I was ditzy. He had very little patience for me. So he barked, when I blow this whistle, you all jump in and the clock starts. He blew the whistle and we all jumped in. And bloop, 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 I sank right to the bottom of that 12-foot pool. Now that I look back, I actually think I swam to the bottom of that 12-foot pool. I was trying to move my arms and legs like he had demonstrated, but I just went down to the bottom. I did not hear him yell for me, but I did feel him grab me from the bottom of the pool and swim me up to the surface and to the edge. He climbed out his gym shorts and t-shirt all clingy and wet, and he just shook his head, disappointed in me. Coach Boggs, is this, is this not the C swim group? I, I think I should be in C. <laughs> and you know what? I haven't really tried to learn how to swim since. But really, why would I? Can you please explain to me what you love about the water? Everybody loves the water. I just Water parks are, are just a haven for floating band-aids and seeing everybody's questionable tattoos. Oceans are salty and a habitat for deadly creatures like sharks. Lakes. Lakes are a hotbed for brain-eating microbes and lake animal feces. Rivers are cold and full of pollution and muck. And 50% of all public swimming pools test positive for alarmingly high rates of E. coli. You're basically swimming in a baby's toilet anytime you swim in a pool. I just think it's really funny that I'm raising these champion swimmers. Lucy wants to be a surfer when she grows up. Caroline wants to try synchronized swimming soon. And Jude, Jude wants to be a college swimmer. The only kind of water I like is sparkling in a can. This week's community challenge is to try something, anything you previously wrote off long ago and decided that you did not like. I plan to get in the pool at least once this summer, and I'm grateful that I tried yogurt my junior year of college because I thought I hated it. But turns out, fruit on the bottom yogurt would become a staple in my life after giving it another chance. I am all about second chances here, so I'd love for you to give something a second chance yourself. Tell us what it is, snap a photo, and then tag that photo TBTW challenge for your chance to win a surprise. Last week's winner who showed us her Got Dressed Anyway ensemble was Chelsea McQueen. Chelsea, please DM me your address and I will send you a cute necklace to wear with that outfit. Speaking of something to wear, name something worse than swimsuit shopping. Go ahead. I'll wait. Oh gosh, if you said racism or COVID-19, yes, you would be correct. But I meant something other than those two awful things. 
Besides those two terrible things, I maintain that swimsuit shopping is pretty awful. It might even be the worst. But what I do recommend is buying a bunch of swimsuits on Amazon and then returning the ones you don't want. Two years ago, I ordered nine swimsuits off of Amazon, and then I kept one. Because you get to try them on in the privacy of your own home, you can stretch and jump and bend and pick up things and mimic treading water and all that to see if your suit stays put. As long as you keep the crotch sticker intact and the tags are still on, you can return the suits to Amazon. That one swimsuit I liked two years ago? Well, now I have it in navy, light blue, and red. Each year, I I don't even bother trying on other suits. I just get a new one in a different color. The brand Cup She has a billion cute suits, as scandalous or as conservative as you'd like. Most of Cup She's inventory is on Amazon. I've linked my favorite Amazon One Pieces, including the one that I have in three colorways, in the show notes. As always, I encourage you to share your own good time, good deals with our Facebook community at My Internet Besties. Okay, friend, that is it for today. Show notes are online at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And I'm on Instagram with like three accounts now. <laughs> My personal one is Indiana Adams. The show's is Today By The Way. And I have a new Noonday account at Indiana Noonday, where I'm featuring fair trade fashion and working on my procreate doodling skills. I hope that if your kids are driving you bonkers these days, that you just keep swimming. I know you may feel like you're drowning, but know this, you are not alone. And all you have to do is keep your head above water and keep breathing. Before you know it, you'll realize that these are calm and cool waters. Today's a new day and friend, I am cheering you on. Bye.